Now for the A part of stanza 8, beginning with verse 57. He says, Jehovah is my portion. I have promised to keep your words. Rewards of Obedience The psalmist evidently wanted the close relationship with God that the Levitical priests seemed to have. They received no land allotment as with the other tribes. Jehovah was their portion or inheritance. At Deuteronomy 10, 8-9, we read about the Levites. At that time, Jehovah set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the ark of Jehovah's covenant, to stand before Jehovah in order to minister to him and to bless in his name as they do to this day. That is why Levi has no share or inheritance with his brothers. Jehovah is his inheritance, just as Jehovah your God has had said to him. Though likely not a Levite, the psalmist claims Jehovah is his portion due to his loyalty and determination, even promise, to keep his words. He no doubt had experienced the joy that comes with obedience to God, confident of the rewards of faithfulness, and devoted his life to Jehovah, just as many do who have dedicated their life to God and have symbolized it by water baptism. So once again, verse 57 said this, Jehovah is my portion. I have promised to keep your words. 58 says, I appeal to you with all my heart. Show me favor according to your promise. Help others be faithful to God. The psalmist makes every effort to please his God, to receive his favor and approval, appealing to him with all his heart. This may remind you of Jesus' designation of the greatest commandments of the law, as revealed at Matthew 22, 37-40. He said to him, You must love Jehovah your God with your whole heart, with your whole soul, and with your whole mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. The second, like it, is this. You must love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments, the whole law hangs and the prophets. As important as it is to love people, here we see loving God takes priority. Jehovah God has the greatest capacity for love, it being his greatest quality. Mentioned in 1 John 4, 8. It is Jehovah's part in a marriage that can make it a steadfast bond, not easily broken. As Ecclesiastes 4.12 states, And someone may overpower one alone, but two together can take a stand against him, and a threefold cord cannot quickly be torn apart. Thus the greatest love one can show to his or her spouse is by helping one another be loyal and faithful to God. Then, by God's command, they should love one another, becoming one flesh. Reference to Genesis 2.24. Verse 58 said again, I appeal to you with all my heart. Show me favor according to your promise. 
Verse 59 continues, I have examined my ways in order to turn my feet back to your reminders. Make adjustments as needed. God's reminders help us reflect upon our own ways and practices to ensure they are in harmony with God's will. At times, upon such reflection, we will see the need to make adjustments in our priorities or to our routine habits. May we always show willingness to be readjusted by God's loving reminders. 2 Corinthians 13.11 thus exhorts, Finally, brothers, continue to rejoice, to be readjusted, to be comforted, to think in agreement, to live peaceably, and the God of love and of peace will be with you. Verse 59 says again, I have examined my ways in order to turn my feet back to your reminders. Verse 60, I hurry and do not delay to keep your commandments. Do not hesitate to obey God. The psalmist showed a keen sense of priorities and soundness of mind by appreciating the urgency and importance of keeping God's commandments. Mundane things should not prevent us from doing so. When we put God first in life, other things seem to fall into place. We may receive power beyond what is normal to accomplish God's will, sometimes with spirit enough left over for other necessary or agreeable things. The reference is 2 Corinthians 4, 7. May we likewise not hesitate to do as God has commanded us, in learning to prioritize our activities in life, making sure God is kept first in our lives. Thus, we may maintain His favor and blessing, being rewarded for our loyalty and faithfulness. So once again, verse 60 says this, I hurry and do not delay to keep your commandments. Thus, we conclude the first half of stanza 8. For stanza 8a, commentary.